What's up, guys? Welcome back to Eastgate Exchange, the podcast where we sit around and pretend like we know what we're talking about for an hour. <laughs> um, no, this is the show where we talk about electric skateboards, what we're doing at M boards, what we're doing at board bumpers, you know, just the general electric skateboard industry, stuff like that. So if you are new here, welcome. Um, this is, you know, episode 13 now. You know, I always say what episode number we're on just because I feel like I have to. Today's but a lucky one. Today's, yeah, we'll see. Maybe, you know, we'll see if we can get through it. I don't know. It's a lot of episodes. Yeah, 13. So what were you? We started it like three months ago, four yeah. months ago. It's pretty, I feel like I'm pretty impressed with myself. Yeah. Every every week I'm like, wow, we're still doing this. <laughs> Mark's People officially are still a pro now. So. Yeah. 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 Mark's Mark's in it. Mark talks a lot. I've been in the uh, majority of them now. Have you now? I think so. Okay. So, um, Mark, I have some feedback for you. Um, someone commented. It said, uh, he said, Mark's white legs hurt my eyes. <laughs> you live in Cali, bro. Go ride and get some sun. I don't live in Cali. We live in Vegas. So I, I was like, same thing. Nevada, <laughs> but also, I, stop bullying me. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, just messing. Looks forward to seeing, you, seeing your company grow. So he's just messing with yeah, you. Yeah, no, but, I understand. You know, you know, so, you know these angles aren't always the most appealing, you know, sometimes, but, uh, I am very white though. Yes, for sure. We made him wear pants today. Yeah. I used to be a competitive swimmer too, and I'm still so white. Yeah. Spent all day outside every day and still yeah, just can't get a tan on. Apparently. You know, one thing I'm glad we don't talk about or do are reviews. We're not doing one today, right? A review? Yeah. No, we don't. I really don't like reviews. I don't know why, but I what do you mean reviews? Like okay. when people re- review a board or a wheel, like oh, it's boring oh. to me, honestly. Oh. I just want to go out and do it myself. Yeah, right. I, I think I think reviews have value, um, but I think mostly most reviews are somewhat biased, anyways. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think most boards are great, honestly. I think most boards are fine, yeah. are good, um, and honestly, I th- I think every. I think every company has issues. Every boards have issues once in a while. Yeah. And I just think that like a review just, I, I don't know. To me, it just, just seems just kind of pointless to me. I, I guess, don't know. But. I feel like the only way that you can really experience something is to do it yourself. Um, so, yeah, send us your parts. We'll do a review. <laughs> <laughs> and then not tell anyone about it. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> because we're going to review it for ourselves. We're going to so. do it for ourselves. Yeah. So this is our last episode until Christmas, right? Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. So mm-hmm. the next episode you guys watch will be uh, our New Year's episode, and it'll be a year in review. We'll talk about all the things we did this, you know, over the last year. What you know, how our companies grew, what we did. But um, does anyone have any holiday plans? You guys going anywhere? I mean, Mark, you're my brother, so I know where you're going. You're going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> We're going absolutely nowhere oh, for that's Christmas. That's so nice. Yeah. Going nowhere. We're going nowhere, which is where I want to be. I want to be right here at home. Yeah. You, you yeah, home? I, I think we're I think we're staying in town. You know, we got cool. a lot of family here and. Perfect. Yeah. Weather's, weather's beautiful. December, yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. I mean, Except it, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday was brutal, yesterday. but yesterday was like so insane windy. winds and yeah. some flash flooding. But other than that, you know, today we're fine. colder than most places today. Even like Colorado was 60. Chicago, yeah. I saw was really? in the 50s and we woke up. Wow. It was 32. Yeah. So like Vegas is uh, we have some ex- like our weather is usually pretty mild, but like we are in a desert. So like the highs get really high and the and the lows can get very low. Um, so actually today is a high of 52 wow. in December, which is very actually nice. very good, yep. <laughs> very good because a lot of other parts of the country, um, you know, they are uh, frozen. <laughs> so yeah. there they are. There we are. Um, so, uh, last week we asked at the end of the podcast. So if you don't know, if you make it all the way to the end of the podcast, Mark usually asks a question for the viewers to comment below that, you know, if you, if you've watched the whole podcast, you get to participate in the end of the show. And Mark, you asked last week, 
Um, if you could have lunch with anyone, who would you have lunch with? One guy said his girlfriend, which good for him. He said the right <laughs> answer. <laughs> nice. But one guy um, said that he'd have lunch with us. I'm like, oh, hey. Uh-huh. So if anyone, if you're ever in Vegas, you're welcome to come by the shop and have lunch with us because I think that'd be, that'd be a fun time. All right. Anyways, the, that so you bring lunch. Who would we you don't. pick? We don't mark. <laughs> who would I pick to have lunch with? I'd probably yeah. have lunch with Elon Musk. Oh, really? Yeah. Who would for you sure. pick? I don't know, man. That I don't know. Nobody. Just himself. Himself. Yeah, probably. Finally, yeah. have lunch by we'll himself. Go grab a couple tacos <laughs> and my skateboard and just hang out. Like the one time I get to eat alone. Yeah, everyone bothers him, so you know. Maybe my dog. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's you know I that's attainable. My dog yeah. Every day. yeah, that's some attainable yeah. goals right there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it'll work. Mark, what about you? Um, I think either Michael Phelps. Okay. Or you guys hmm. are way too inspirational. You guys talk <laughs> about smoking weed all day or what? <laughs> you think he still does? Oh, oh for sure. sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's well, no easy. way he does. That's easy. He's a um, kid, right? It's all good. I don't know. Maybe. Um, like Andy Potts, he's like a professional uh, triathlete. Oh yeah, I know you're talking about. Followed. Yep, yep, um, for sure. Also Would you eat like cheeseburgers summer. with him? Do you think? Or? <laughs> no, yeah. they probably eat way healthy. Yeah, we uh, probably have to go eat some salads and some uh, chicken breast. See, to me, yeah. I feel like you got to get one of those guys and just to sit there and go and like eat like a hundred. What's, what's make- the dude that does the hot dogs? Like oh, I would have lunch. Joey, Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. Oh, yeah, I'd have yeah. lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Smash some hot dogs and be like, "This is fun." Yeah. Oh my god! And yeah. Matt Stoney too. He oh, yeah. does like the competitive eating. I think I could I could do chicken wings. Yeah. I smash chicken wings. So. Mark, what didn't you sit down and eat like a hundred chicken nuggets one day? Oh yeah, I did the uh, McDonald's hundred chicken nugget challenge. Oh, nice. Jealous. How was yeah. that? Oh, it was terrible. Oh, I mean, great. I finished it, but it was just not yeah. good. That's great. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into some electric skateboard talk because we really have said nothing of value so Zero. far. Um, so board bumpers, we kind of have a little bit of an update. We're currently looking for international retailers. Yeah. So, like, right now, uh, the biggest thing right now is we, we love our pulleys. They're working out so well. Um, we're really boosting the top speed of, of these production boards. But a big thing is shipping to other countries. Kind of sucks. Right. So, if you live in Australia, if you live in Canada, if you live in Europe or anywhere, getting pulleys from us in the United States, it kind of sucks. It's just, you know, you buy a set of $30 pulleys and you're paying 15 bucks to get them to you. So, like, we're hoping we can try to reach out to some of these European or just international, you know, retail shops, yeah. get, get our stuff in their store. So that way they can ship all to our, you know, European or Australian or whoever, you know, wherever they are. Yeah. Um, it do, it customers. does make it difficult shipping, you know, as, as of course, being able to provide international is great, but we've definitely lost a few, you know, a few customers just because oh, it's, yeah. oh, it's, for sure. it's probably sometimes I think it was more to ship it than it was for their products. And that's just, that's not what we want. That's not why we're in this. So, right. Uh, yeah, any any of your local shops, um, you know, give them a shout if if they're carrying your favorite board or you want to try these. That's the best way to do it. Then we don't have to mess with the return back and forth. And, yep. Um, these pulleys, like you said, they they have been awesome. Getting them back on the market has been uh, has been fantastic. So. Yeah, and we really want them in like like brick and mortar skate yep. shops anywhere that sells electric skateboards, which is very few places really. But we really want people to be able to walk into a shop and go grab our pulleys off the yeah. wall and go buy them, which would be amazing. There's even M boards orders that like someone yesterday bought a pair of extended trucks. And I think those are like $55 on the website. Yeah, about, and his order total order was like $110. Yeah. The shipping to so Germany. Spent like it's insane. Bucks and like, we don't, we really don't increase shipping costs. Like yeah, we, no. it's literally yeah. what we, what you pay is what we pay. Yeah. And some of these shipping costs are wild. So like yeah. hopefully one day we'll have 
distributors for M boards. Um, the problem with that is like just margins on electronics yeah. are so razor thin yeah. that it's like it's hard to partner with someone. Yeah. Like, hey, would you like to partner with us and make one percent? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So it's like you know we're trying to figure that stuff out, but it's really difficult. And with like board bumpers, the like weight of the total like order. Is yeah. like way less way less than right. like sending a bunch of trucks overseas. Yeah. Like so like maybe if, if M boards does do like international distributors, we'll probably have a limited catalog. Mm -hmm. Things that like where the margins make sense. Because if we're gonna have a partnership with someone, we want them to make money too. Oh well, yeah. It's not course. just they're not gonna do work for free. So yeah. we gotta have some kind of margin there. Yeah. And unfortunately, like with, with ESCs right now, like any, anything electronics really, mm -hmm. the prices are wild. Yeah. Like we've kept our prices pretty much the same throughout all this nonsense, mm -hmm. but we've just kept eating the margin. We just keep eating all the yeah. costs, the additional costs, but like we can't do that with other partners. But mm -hmm. board bumpers, I think the the parts that we're selling, you know, margins are good enough where we, we can actually share quite a, a very nice cut with our retailers, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. I don't like to talk about money too much because it's, you know, people think it's kind of weird, but like I think it's important to talk about the financials and like the logistics of the electric skateboard community because yeah, the community is pretty small. So like mm -hmm. the margins are like for the most part, not great for anybody. Mm -hmm. Well, without, you know, folks like us, it's just going to turn over to, you know, these larger manufacturers that don't right. want to talk to you. They don't want to help you out. Um, I landed on a few, a few pages the other day, you know, with busted boards and broken things. And the first thing they say is they just ignored them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That that's, kind of the name of the game which is you know our yeah. job to make that transition so right yeah so like i think what the what, what would you call us um like we're like the boutique shops i guess is that what we call or referred to i've heard that multiple times yeah i you could say that i mean i, I mean board bumpers like no boards, yeah. board bumpers no because like almost everything we sell is like literally our own design manufactured part but like right. for me like as like kind of the same parts but just a smaller store yeah so we're selling like other other parts um other brands oh, but we're it's a smaller not business it's not all in, like for like for m boards like we have like flip ski flip sky however you want to yeah, say it yeah. their products we have orangutan products we cloud have wheels. cloud wheels we have our stuff that's designed by us mm -hmm. in manufactured to our spec then we have we carry fog boxes we carry a new thing that's coming up storm course pretty dun, soon dun, dun. um so we have all these different brands all in one and yeah i think it's the job of the small businesses to keep the the corporate e-skate people big e-skate in line right because you know they, we're we, you know companies like ours we're able to drive the innovation ultimately you'll see you know a lot of the parts that are in these boutique shops as you call them they hit the they hit the market two years later so gear drives for instance right you're oh you're saying that the smaller businesses are coming out with them first and then they hit the actual broader market Correct. two years later yep. right which which essentially drives us out uh, right or it could right you know if, if we're not able to continue the innovation then eventually we just also get pushed out but you know it's it's the support from the communities that that keep companies like ours going yep yeah, and like obviously the small businesses have their own hurdles to to jump over. Like even us, we're still learning a lot as far as customer service goes and all that. Mm -hmm. Although I've been pretty proud of our turnaround times and messages. They've been it's getting better. They've been banger. I mean, yeah. like seriously, like so many. I get so many emails. I'm not, I've never will name names because I'm not here to ever talk bad about another company. But I get so many customers from that are that shop with a lot of our competitors, and they just they do not answer emails apparently yeah. ever, ever, yeah. ever, ever. I don't understand that. I don't get it because like there was a time in my life where 
I physically couldn't. Yeah. But now we're in a place where we can, and we do. And I just don't, I don't understand the. Yeah. I guess they just Especially sell enough. Being that big of a company, like there's no reason they can't have a customer service. Right. Person. They choose not to, I think, yeah. and I and that's a choice then at that point. Oh yeah. But anyways, again, I'm not here to talk bad about bad about things. I know how hard it it is to do all that stuff, but I think there's some companies, some smaller businesses, some DIY shops that could definitely step up their their at least answer the people. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff now like we're running into like policies that people don't like that we have. Yeah. Like for one instance, like we had an issue with a return was getting sent to us and our it, our thing is if if you if there's an issue and you need to return something, we give you a refund once we receive it. Mm-hmm. But in this case, UPS lost that item. Yeah. And like it wasn't a label we provided, it was a label they purchased. And I'm like, now I'm in a stu- I'm in a weird situation. Like, what do I do? So now I have to just fall back to okay, if I don't know what to do, we gotta go and just refer to our, our published policy. And yeah. like he's really mad about it, but like we couldn't do anything because like UPS is like uh, ultimately UPS is the one that ruined that for him. Now you guys maybe let me know what you guys think about that. But to me, that seems fair. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, and that's the problem. But mm-hmm. anyways, I'm not here to, I don't, I don't think it's any different than, you know, like I, to me, you're if, not doing anything. If I bought an iPhone, right. And then I said, Oh, I don't want this. And I, and I sent it back to Apple and they never received it. UPS lost. I, I don't think Apple will be giving me my money back. Yeah. There's no yeah, way. I don't know. I mean, I, there are a $3 trillion well, company, no, no, so it's completely no, But everyone likes to con- compare but. us to Amazon or to wherever, yeah. so let's compare us to the biggest company in the world. Yeah. And I don't think they would be giving us our money back if I didn't, yeah. if they never received the product back. Because mm-hmm. who says, like, I mean, it's it's a it's a crappy situation. And, I, yeah. and so, as a small business owner, I'm still learning. I don't know how to handle, like, this is why I kind of need, like, maybe some community input. What Because yeah. it, it doesn't seem fair for a small business to have to eat the mistakes of, UPS, and it doesn't seem fair for the customer to have to lose out either. But maybe uh, force. Them I don't to know. Buy insurance. Yeah, like we always. I mean, now see, we never used to start recommending that people buy insurance for their package when they were when they send returns. Mm-hmm. We just kind of, to me, it was relatively obvious. But yeah. now we have it in our email when they ask for a return. When we give them an RMA, we're like, mm-hmm. hey, please get insurance because if it gets lost, like we can't help you. Yeah. Type thing. Like we don't, it's a sticky situation. Like it's kind of a, it sucks. And then it's, mm-hmm. it just creates problems for us, for them. I don't know. It's just a bad, what do you think, Jacob? Uh, it's I, tough, I, right? I, again, I, you're not doing anything different than the biggest companies in the world. I just sent something back via Amazon or to Amazon via UPS, mm-hmm. right? You just walk into a UPS, you drop it on the counter, you scan your little code yep. and the package disappears. So I assume that that package is being handled Right. You know, and it's going to make its way back. So we sit there and, uh, you know, basically I, they give me a, a refund. Right. But I can't touch the refund until Amazon verifies the return. Right. Yeah. And like in the, in, the, in our case, UPS did lose the package and then they end up paying out. But they only pay out. They only pay out up to a hundred bucks. Right. And the package was like 300 something. Yeah. So like there's a $200 gap there, which is horrible. Yeah. But. I think that's where the additional insurance comes in because they would pay out the full amount if they do lose it. So I don't know. Like it sucks. I mean, also Amazon puts unreal expectations on returns. Because Amazon literally can return anything. Literally Amazon will burn billions and billions of dollars every year because they would just rather say, yeah, here you go. Here you go. I don't care. I don't care. But as a small business, I feel like we don't have that luxury. Yeah. But we're held at that same standard, which is like, yeah. if I did that, unfortunately, like the problem is if I did that, people would take advantage oh, of yeah. it. 
And that's the issue. Yeah. Is like I don't know. It sucks, but like you got to draw the line. Somewhere. I, I guess you got to draw the line somewhere. It's yeah. it's tough because we have sensory overload from all these agreements we have to sign with your your phones. With yep. this, you know, you buy a skateboard. There's this huge disclaimer that shows up, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree, I agree, I agree. Uh, you really want to dig into it, and nobody ever takes responsibility for anything. And and realistically, as a company, that's what you're taught to do. Right. You you write these um you know agreements, these policies. And basically state, uh, we're taking zero responsibility once this hits your hands, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And we all just say, great, okay, fine. Something comes back, something bites you in the butt, you know, as the consumer. And you have really no grand ground to stand on because yeah. you clicked that stupid little box. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely but tough. You ha- I mean, you again, you have to. So. Yeah, I, I mean, know. you have to or you go out of business, I guess. Like, right. I, I don't know. Like, but there's still a fine line of having, like, good policy and bad policy. Yeah. I, and I honestly think product in hand refund i think that's a good policy i think that's a fair policy if you disagree then if you disagree let us know in the comments i might be i mean seriously like i i to me though like i've i've had that issue before like i sent back some photography lights i i think ups lost them or something i never got a refund and i wasn't mad at the company i was mad at ups UPS. yeah but i I don't know then we get threats you know that we're gonna start bashing us online over uh, whatever I, at that point i just i have to stick to the written I, it's not fair to make yeah. exceptions for you and not for you and i don't know anyways um yeah so let's uh, m boards up so we were we were talking about the board bumpers updates and i don't know we how got we lost. got all the way to, to oh because shipping and on the nightmares yeah. that is um uh, m boards updates though we're gonna have storm cores pretty soon um the storm core 60 ds we'll have those in stock very very soon so we're trying to carry all the main like popular escs and stuff like that but you know, one at a time. Those are those are really nice. I'm really excited to have those. Just keep expanding it. Get more more options. More and more options for you guys. So yeah. And then cool. I have a rumor. Not a rumor. I know it's happening, but I don't know. I don't have any of the details. So Flipsky, Flipsky again. However you want to say your it. choice. Well, your choice. Um, they're releasing a VX2 Mini, and I have no information on what it looks like or. W- or anything like that. When is the release date? We don't have the, that either. Thanks for the update, Mike. So yeah. So but it's ha- so what I'm assuming. I, How did you hear about it? So I, I hear about it because I do business with with Flipski all they the time. They just told you, but they so wouldn't tell you anything here's, else about so it. So our new boards, I want to do. Uh, I want to have a screen on the remote. I think mm-hmm. that's really cool, and I like the VX2 Pro. I like it, but I think the fonts are hideous. Mm-hmm. You turn it on, and it's like looks like Times New Roman or something. It's mm-hmm. not that, but it looks like that, right? It's just this ugly font. I'm like, why can't we make like nice, big, like block numbers or something that yeah. makes it a little bit more updated? And I'm like, can we change this font? Like, it's just a font. And they said, no, we can't because whatever onboard processor that runs the screen is just not strong enough or not powerful yeah. enough to actually push anything custom. I'm like, the most they can do is customize the startup logo, which I would do, like, but they can't do anything like that. But they said... The new VX2 Mini, they can do that. So I'm like, okay. So what I'm guessing is, I don't know for sure. My guess would be it's like a VX2 in the body of a VX1 with like a cutout on the side or something for the screen. But I don't know. Haven't we kind of seen that? I feel like I've seen that type of remote before. Yeah. Like the, a lot of the a lot of the remotes now, like with the Hobbywing remotes, with yeah. the they have it on the side, which I actually think is a is a decent place it's kind of more it. intuitive that's I the think, natural yeah i think on the it's on the inside you i think it's fine and now if you're left-handed it sucks because 
then your screen's literally in your hand, in the palm well, of your hand. Well, okay, so they can offer right and left? Yeah, right. Are they going to? Probably not, but they could, I guess. Be interesting. Anyways, I'm curious to see how it goes and how it works. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do hope we can get custom fonts on there, But because I just think it looks terrible. But obviously, I'm going to pick something reliable versus yeah. what looks nice. I've had very good luck with the VX2s. Mm-hmm. I've had so how, very how good. is that one going to compare then to the VX3? Um, I, so the VX3 has got the multiple trigger thing. Right. I think the VX3 is also waterproof. So they're using it for like the, like but the it had like hydro- a newer screen. I thought, didn't it? E- I don't know. I, I think the screen's the same. It's the processor. That's got the it. problem. Got it. So whatever processor is, and I haven't asked for the VX3 maybe, but I think the VX3 is like very overkill and they're very expensive too. I feel mm-hmm. like we're doing a review right now, by the way. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> just kidding. I got nothing bad to say about them. I, you know, whatever. Anyway, I just thought it was kind of an interesting rumor. That I've, that's, I've that's never used out. any of those remotes. So and, w- and what I'm hoping is the VX2 Mini is cheaper, probably a little bit more expensive than the VX1, but a little bit cheaper than the VX2 Pro, which yeah, would probably so. put it in the 60 to $70 range, which would actually be perfect to me, yeah. a, a well-priced remote. Mm-hmm. But anyways, interested to see how that goes. Um, okay, so Christmas is right around the corner. What's on everyone's like eSkate Christmas list? <sighs> My list is long. Is it long? All right, let's I hear it. Know. It's not that bad. So I'm really, I'm really, uh, I rode with uh, Mr. John Davey with Southwest Eastgate out of the UK. Okay. And he brought his Trampa over and it's really the first time I've seen a Trampa. So he traveled with it. He shipped yeah, it Yeah, he did. He shipped it and then he bought, uh, he bought some batteries when he got to the States. Oh, uh, wow. That's a, oh, interesting. Uh, side note, he made a charger through his 12 volt car battery that he can charge his board in his front seat, and it's kind of cool. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> He's got these two massive leads coming out of his dash, <laughs> and he just plugs them into his charge. Oh, God. I, Sounds the guy's nuts. Up. Yeah, no, but he's a super like smart dude. Explode. So I got to ride with him a few times, and uh, so he's on this, you know, Trampa with gear drives and everything, and I was just drooling the whole time, listening to it, watching him ride it. So um, he, of course, you know, talked me up and, and told me everything that I needed to get. So basically it was, it was building a... A custom mountain board okay. um and every single component down to the last nut and washer he he laid out for me so that's cool it's, it's a the long battery list. top mounted on that one yeah it's hot okay. mounted it's, right. it's a long list it's a long oh it's yeah. a long list okay yeah. mark i imagine you're good with your standard little board right yeah yeah I mean, you're if, happy. if anything like maybe like all-terrain wheels yeah like those yeah that's but. true that's an easy that's attainable you can walk out of the warehouse and get them right now <laughs> Um, I, you know, I want some shred lights. I think I don't have any personally, like I don't ride at night, but we have a night ride coming up. So I'm going to borrow what yeah. it sounds like, but I want to get the, their new ones. I think those are pretty cool. They're new, their SL 300s. Yep. And I want to get an SL 1000 for like a helmet or I something. Think it's a beast. I think it's a beast. Do yeah. you have one of those I ha- things? I have one. Yeah. It's insane. I'm going to bring it this weekend. It's so, so like bright. a car headlight. Dude, yeah. it's, it's wild. So it's so wow. awesome. Yeah. Um, but mainly my Christmas list, I just want, so I want my, my the new board to be done. That's what I want. <laughs> but it's not going to be done for Christmas. But I around a little bit after Christmas, I should be getting our, our sample deck. Our carbon fiber deck be late should present. be done. So I should be getting the first sample right around like early January. So I'm super stoked to get that. Unless it comes wrong. And then I'll be really sad. But You also want the uh, $1,900 cyber truck quad. Oh, dude, for the kids. <laughs> yeah. I should have bought one of those, dude. <laughs> Oh my god! I should have bought one because it would have been such a fun thing, to like just to make a video with. Yeah, but you I didn't still buy could. One. Are they still available to buy? I don't know. I feel it's like they're probably top sold out. Speed is ten miles an hour. 
I know, know we but we could have we could have supercharged it though. That. Easily. <laughs> you got a warehouse full of parts we could We could totally have fixed that. <laughs> oh my god, because we could have easily put like a higher voltage I think it runs off like I think it actually runs off a 36 volt system, but I don't know why it's only 10 miles. That's well, insane. It's huge. So that's Yeah, but it's it has a steel frame. It's for a child and it has a steel frame. It's yeah. insane. I mean, so the wheels we should do are... we could do that. We take the body of it off, throw a big Yeti cooler on it. <laughs> and you got the best best of both worlds. So that'd be, be awesome. One. Anyways, that'd be nice. it'd be super fun, but I don't know. I should have bought that $50 whistle they came out with, too. I so bought the uh, the Tesla belt buckle, yeah. $150 belt buckle. Well, yeah, it's going on eBay for like 350 bucks. I already <laughs> put it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Anyway, if anyone... So, like, I like talking about Tesla because I think it's a, a very fascinating company. It's still well, an electric yeah. vehicle. So, if you guys, like, don't want to hear about it, let me know. But, like, I really do enjoy talking about Tesla. I, you know, have a few shares of Tesla. I like to follow the company and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's uh, not really Eastgate really, but I really want a 360 cam. Yeah, dude, yeah. those are cool too. I think I, I have think not used those before. I've had a GoPro and and it just kind of sits in my garage and don't, I don't really use it much just because yeah. I yeah. You know, I hate seeing that stupid pole in the way all the time. <laughs> yeah, I feel we've had a few it. customers that have sent us videos of them riding with a 360 camera. It looks it's so insane. It's so yeah, cool. It's so cool. Yeah. It's cool because you can get the you can get an angle like someone's following you mm-hmm. without there being a person there yeah it's right. really cool yeah. i don't know how it works really but it's really cool like a, as a film major i still don't know how that works really like how the, the, the pole deletion works but mm-hmm. it works so like whatever a lot of people like run and bike with them like on and it like looks so cool yeah i think i'm gonna try to snag one of those this christmas yeah that's really cool maybe a drone yeah um all right so i've got some viewer submitted questions if you guys are ready um i'm not ready Okay, let me know when you want. All right, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, <laughs> great. Um, what do you do with your boards in the winter? We ride them. Ride them. It's ride beautiful them. here. Yeah. yeah. What do we do with them in the summer? Yeah. They sit in the house. You stare at them. <laughs> okay, so you jerks. How about you give some input? <laughs> for people with snow on the ground. Safekeeping oh, for... Okay, so I actually have a whole video. I mean, it's a quick... It's like a two or three minute video on our YouTube channel. Um so for us personally, we do ride more in the winter than we do in the summer because and it's the summer, it's 115 degrees out. You can, you can pretty much feel the pavement through your shoes. It's super hot yeah. and our boards do not like it too much. Um, overheating issues are way more pre- prevalent um, in the summer for us. But in the winter, for anyone who does get snow and you're not riding, um, I'm sorry, you should probably move somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, we recommend that you keep your board charged to about like 60% and every week or two take your board and just like run the motors a little bit, exercise your battery just a bit. So it's just not sitting stagnant for three or four months Yeah. because what sucks is if if your board has any kind of issues with draining, like if your battery's draining throughout the whole four months, you're going to, after four months, spring's going to hit and you're going to go to charge your board and you're, Battery's going to be at a way unhealthy low voltage, and you're going to go, shit. And then you're going to stra- scramble for the next three months of spring or summer or whatever, looking for a battery, trying to fix your board, and then all of a sudden it's going to be winter again, and then, you know, you're back where you started. So keep an eye on your board. Turn it on at least once a week to check the battery level. If it's getting low, then charge it up at least. 
Um, I think if you're riding in the winter, if you're able to ride in the winter, yeah. there's there's kind of some assumptions that you have to make. Also, your battery will not last as long. Nope. Nope. Don't expect the same range. My battery, my car uh, doesn't last as long. Probably in the suggest going to an all-terrain because it's going to hurt your feet. It's like it's like a, a wooden baseball bat, you know. Oh, and to, it's that yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like it, it's painful. So just things like that. Um, a lot of people will start wearing gloves. I find gloves to be somewhat dangerous. They I don't like gloves. Slippery. I won't do gloves. Um, what I've actually tried to do is use like a full mitten. Okay, so you can just you can put your whole hand in. Oh, and you just hold the remote. remote inside of it. Oh. And you don't have to worry about thumbs, fingers, and all that. So that, That's that could be a good suggestion. Yeah. So you just don't use the thumb side of it. You have a loose yeah, thumb. Yeah, and, and sometimes you can find it where there is no thumb. It's basically just like a giant a sock. Bit. So like um, a sock over your uh, hand. Yeah, like there's golf golf gloves that golfers use. You can just put your whole hand. There's no thumbs. There's no nothing. It's just a hand warmer. Interesting. Yeah, okay. those are awesome. That's cool. Those work. You need to make a remote with like a built-in <laughs> heater. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That would uh, actually be kind of cool. It might be kind of cool. That just normally means your remote's about to explode. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Maybe have a one hell of a battery in there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So does series matter in batteries? So like 12S, 10S? Of course it does. Depends how fast you want to go. Of course go. it does. Yeah. I mean. Um, what's, what's the, okay. But let's talk about a, a limit or something for, for most Okay, riders. sure. So, so intro, you're looking at like a 6S, right? I, at the, at, May, the at the very, the very minute, least. that's like the minimum standards for me is at the very least 6S. Anything and, lower and than we're that. We're talking a short board on your thing. Nothing, nothing, know, nothing crazy. insane. So nope. then you go up to a 10S, which is, was kind of the more production. That was the more standard. Still, still is around. Um, things are now going to 12S. So. Yep. We're just looking at more power, but at what point do we kind of hit that limit? So to me, now maybe the thought was 10s was the all you needed ever at one point, like maybe a couple of years ago. 10s was who needs 12? I don't, you know. Okay. Now we're at 12. Now maybe one day we'll get to 14 or something. Yeah. But to me, we're easily hitting 40 miles an hour. We're getting the insane ranges on 12 why what what are we getting out of 14s that we can't i just feel like 12? it's more dangerous at, at that point like <laughs> now like there are some efficiency things though that, that go along with higher voltages um but to me like of, of course um of course the voltages matter it all matters like but yeah, I think the upper limit right now is 12s, and I think you really don't need anything more than so that. So what? Is, so so for some of them, some, most users, what is the series? What does that actually mean? Okay, so series. If you if you really have no idea, what like if because there's a lot there's a lot to know about electric skateboarding. Right. So like I don't blame anyone who just doesn't know what we're talking about. So um, series means how many cells you have in series. So like a 10s battery, you have 10 cells all pretty much pushed together to make one battery, and and all those. Um, you're pretty much daisy chaining 10 different batteries together so that, that the power or the voltage is added all together. Um, so if you have a 10S battery, your battery fully charged is like 42 volts. A 12S battery, all fully charged is 50.4 volts. So like you're operating at higher voltages for the 12S battery compared to a 10S battery. Um, and in theory, or not in theory, but I guess in practice, um, like the your top speed is your voltage of your battery multiplied by your uh, kv rating of your motor divided by your gearing ratio times your uh wheel diameter hmm. so like the higher voltage you go the higher top speed you go now there's are there even escs that can handle, handle higher? like 14 16 yeah. s batteries there is um they get expensive and they get bigger they get 
beefier. All the components are stronger. They're, they can handle a higher current and everything. But, yeah, you can. Um, it's just not common, and it's not practical. Like, there's, yeah. of course, there's some guys out there that have some wild setups. But for the vast majority of yeah. us, it's 12S is, like, literally the upper limit. I feel like you're just spending money on something that you would never even use to its fullest potential. Right, I agree. Like, the only thing that, like, Anyone who's racing seriously, maybe, because you even yeah. if you're not running, yeah. if you're running a 14S or an 18S capable you can go ESC, big hills and stuff you could too. run it at 12S, but max that thing out and mm. it's not going to get hot or anything. Yeah. Um, but no, I think the vast majority of electric skateboarders, like there's a big reason why all these production boards have settled on 12S. It's not a coincidence. It's, it's because... Like efficiency wise, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, your top speed is plenty. It makes you know, but yeah, six S compared to twelve S, you got a big speed difference there. Mm-hmm. So like, it definitely matters. But hopefully that makes. Hopefully you got any value of what I out of what I just said because you know I've been kind of running back and forth with this idea of it matters, but it it does matter. It affects your top speed. It affects the efficiency of your board. Um. I guess that's it. Yeah, it matters. If you're struggling yeah. with choice, just email us and Mark oh, will help yeah, you figure well, one out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll help you figure it out for sure. Um, so the last one is belt drive or direct drive? Belt. Belt for sure. Yeah, I feel like direct drive's kind of dead. Because different than gear drive, right? Yep, direct drives are, are It was literally supposed to be the next best thing in 2019, and then nothing really happened. So I think direct drives have a time and place. I think they're great. I think I actually, how about this? If you're insistent on using like urethanes, you're just on street wheels. Um, I really do like direct drives because they're super quiet and there's no maintenance. There's no belts. There's no nothing. They just When work. they work, they're great. Yes. Now the only issue with that is if something goes wrong, if a motor dies, you have this proprietary motor stuck on your truck and you have to remove it and get a replacement. If you can't find a replacement, you have to replace your entire set, which sucks. Yeah. Um. So take that into consideration. Now, with that consideration aside, I think if you're just running street wheels, I think they're awesome because they are super quiet and there's, to me, there's plenty of torque on them. Now they're not as torquey as like belts or anything, but they're plenty. I think they're. I think the quietness of them, like the speed's fine. Like the top speed's great. Like I think the all of that. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um. But to me though, I still always default to something that, as modular as it can get. Is is where I go. Because I want to be able to customize, tweak things, replace things when they break. And that's where belt belt driven is. And I think that's honestly like belts are not going to just go away anytime yeah. soon. Because even with gear drives, when the two gears are physically touching, those gears, the way that they, they link together, the way that that whole housing works, that's all proprietary. You have to buy this, your know, replacement gears from whoever. And if they go out of business, they have to replace the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So like for belts though... 5M belts are 5M belts are 5M belts, yeah. and you can get them anywhere. All the pulleys are all the same. They're all the same tooth profile. You can get them anywhere. Same thing with them. You the, can get them at board bumpers, too. You can. <laughs> you can get the replacement motors anywhere. Now, maybe if one motor dies and you can't find the exact one, maybe you have to replace both motors, but at least you can. Yeah. You're not having to replace your entire drivetrain. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's that. Anyways. I find that to be good practice anyways. If if you do have one motor that's acting up or, or that goes out, you're better off just replacing both of them and keeping that other one as a backup. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I probably with agree direct with that. drives, that'd be, you know, it makes it a little more difficult. Um, but that's 
That's just kind of yeah. how I follow. I, I do think direct drives are like we're working on new direct drives right now and they're going to be way cheaper than our, than the ones we used to sell. So I think that they are going to be great for budget builds for sure. Yeah. I think more because like, I think hub motors are pretty much dying. Like mm-hmm. I would that's why we don't sell them right now because they just like there's no hub motors that get me excited right now. Hub motors are they just kind of suck. Like I don't know. Like again, same thing is like and there's no wheel options for them. So it's like it's like taking all the bad yeah. things about direct drives and saying also you can't have whatever wheels and you, you want. can't change it. Yeah. So yeah. it's like eh. yeah. Yeah. The exception of like the replaceable ones like. Once your wheels are worn, like you pretty much have to replace it. Yeah, like like all the really small motors, like the seventy millimeter mm-hmm. hub motors, there's no replaceable sleeve on them. Yeah. Now there are now like like Cloudwheel makes like their donut that slides over, oh, but even then, cool. which so you can kind of replace your wheels, mm-hmm. kind of. You have like what your regular ninety millimeter wheels, and then your donut. That's, so that's it. like a wheel on a wheel. No, like you take your sleeve off, oh, okay. and then you put the. But if, donut on. But if Got the it. sleeve doesn't come off, then you can't do that. That's a problem we've had a lot is people can't get their sleeves off. They're like stuck on there. Yeah. So we've had a lot. So that's why we like we stopped selling the hub motors because they're just a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like and I'm sure like I guarantee you someone watching the podcast has had a problem with getting their their sleeves off. They're mm-hmm. still ye- yelling and cussing at their board. Yeah. <laughs> they just can't get them off. And like and like seriously, it's easier to just pull the whole motor off and put a new one on. Yeah. Because you just can't get the freaking things off and it sucks. And like. There's no problem with that with belt motors or anything like that. Like, well, if anyone has any problems with that and they need a replacement motor, I believe we have a few. I do think <laughs> we have some motors. And then another issue with hub motors is that, like, the, like the, the I don't, I don't want to call it an adapter, but, like, the grooves that are on the side of the hub motors mm-hmm. that the wheels slide onto, they're all yeah. different. Yeah. So, like, one sleeve may work for you but not work for this guy. So, it's like, yeah, that all sucks, too. Where at least direct drives, it's the ABEC core, the Kegel core. Mm-hmm. Those are all the wheels that we use. Yeah. So, like, at least that works. At least yeah. that's uniform. But everything else, like, that's a pain in the ass. And I just, yeah. I still like to know the origin of the Kegel core and who came up with that. I'd like to know who named it. Yeah. <laughs> who named that? I'm sorry. Like, is it, was it, is it supposed to be a joke? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. And is, am I saying it right? I say Kegel because that's how you say the, the word. Right. Is it Kegel? <laughs> I don't even know. People make fun of the way I pronounce some things sometimes. So, I don't uh, know. I mean, I think. I think that's right. I think but Kegel's yeah. correct, but still, there's. You know what's so funny on my Facebook shop? So I could, used to link. Oh, I remember. I this. can link products on Instagram, but they will not let me link Kegel wheels because the uh-huh. word Kegel is in it. <laughs> they won't. They like banned that product from being on Facebook for me. Man. I'm like, that's so weird. That's wild. but honestly, I honestly think that um, orienting wheels like are on the outs right now with electric skateboarders. I have an absolute shit ton of them on my shelves right now. And I can't like sell them. I'm surprised they haven't come out with something bigger. That yet. is, that's my I whole mean, thing. At least, at least if they're going to be in our market. not big enough. Yeah. If they're going to be in our market, there's yeah. no way. 97s are it's right now seemingly like the smallest wheel you should go with on electric skateboard. And if they were to come out, if they were to come out with 97s, I'd buy them. They were to come out with 107s or 105s or whatever. I'd buy them. They were teasing this new wheel for like a couple months back. They dropped it and it was just like, I don't know, like a 65 millimeter, like wide wheel, like right. a huge oh. contact patch. But I'm like, we can't use that. There's did no they, core. Didn't did, tell me I'm wrong, but did they do a boosted wheel that was like a, a larger? Well, they, so they used to do, I don't, um, boosted, they, so loaded used to do boosted decks and wheels. But then when boosted like version three came out, they, quit using loaded for their decks and they quit using orangutan for their wheels. Oh. They went and got their own 
wheels all oh, the way down in the China. Bigger, okay. So they used to have it all a nice big deal with loaded, but now, well, not now they're nothing. But one eventually though, they all switched to buying everything in China. So like you can go and find those like boosted 105s or whatever they are right online. You can buy them still. Like the factory still makes them. They're very expensive, but you can still buy them. So it's really weird. Mm-hmm. It's super strange. But like, yeah, I think if loaded would it come out would come out with a hundred millimeter wheel. They'd sell a ton of them. Yeah. Like, cause like torque board sells those one tens and these, and like they are super popular. And I think if loaded were to come out and do the same thing, they put a big dent in the, in his market share. Cause Apex are getting harder and harder to find the, the one Oh sevens. And I mean, yep. that's really all they have, but those are getting harder to find. Yeah. Well, the, the true Apex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like now they're all, we're all, there's a thousand different clones of them. Right. The original Abec 11s, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah, those are super hard to find. Like, we were trying to stock them, but, like, it was hard to get a deal going with them. So, like, I don't know. Cloud wheels are taking over the world. Cloud wheels right. are taking over the world, and cloud wheels are expensive as hell. Like, we're about to be run out of cloud wheels, and, like, I don't know if we're going to have them back for a little while because they are insanely ex- Like, I'm literally not getting them for almost any cheaper than retail. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So, like, it's rough. The wheel get urethanes right now are so expensive. Mm-hmm. I think it's wild, but you know it is. We'll what see it with is. that new wheel that they sort of have introduced so far. Yeah, I, I think there was supposed to be some more info. Cloud wheels hasn't. came out, so I guess this is an update about cloud wheels. They came out with like a six inch, six inch trampo almost. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it looks like a six inch all terrain, six and a half, six six and and a half, half inch yeah. all terrain tire, but it's not a tire. It's it's urethane, right? So it's like a That's donut. Cool. It's like a donut that you can put your hubs on. Hmm. So it's almost like the Trampa gummies, kind of, yeah, but they're know. they're more all terrain style than street wheel. I don't really know. There's not a lot of info about them yet, but those are interesting. I just hope they can get their unit cost. I think honestly, at this point, they're not really allowing the the third parties to buy them up, really, yeah. because they're just doing so well on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame because I would really those. like to stock them, but mm-hmm. I, I can't stock them if if I get, you know, we got to make money. I can't yeah. have money sitting on my shelves for a year. Yeah. Like, because then it takes away from like producing like some better stuff. Like, it's just so it's kind of a tough situation. Mm-hmm. But but I also want to have them. So it's like, I don't know. I'm like very conflicted with Cloud Wheels right now, but we'll figure it out for sure. But anyways, we are, we will be back on the. Is our episode actually going to air on the first? Wow. The next one or this one? No, this one will be on like right before Christmas okay. on the 18th. Um, but then our next episode will actually be on the first. We're going to take Reminds off me, for we'll Christmas. Be, yeah, we'll be in uh, Oceanside still this weekend. Yep. Me so by the time that you guys Mike. see this, we'll actually be there. Yeah, we'll actually be there. We'll actually be in Oceanside. So if you're watching this right now. Um, we Go are, to Oceanside and then watch the YouTube video. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we we'll be there in your in your town. Yeah, so. come hang out. We'll, uh, doing, we'll have a bunch of board bumpers We're doing bumpers the gear. ride with, uh, like, their Evolve ride out there, right? Yeah, the Evolve ride. Uh, go hang out with Joe. Probably do another ride Saturday. You know, last time, so I haven't been in a few months, um, just busy, but I would say there were 40 or 50 riders wow. last time. That's they had a good. huge turnout. Uh, I want to say, good. like, in July. They had Are you riding, like, riders. by the beach? Yeah, well, I think we'll ride through Oceanside and, and Carlsbad. It's a good ride. SoCal Legend normally, you know, kind of leads the head, and, and Evolve does a, a good job. They they have spotters throughout, and um, it's it's normally a good time. So are you guys staying the night over there? We are, yeah. We're going to throw down in Oceanside. Nice. Do we have a hotel, or what are we doing? Is it an Airbnb? Nah, man, we're just going to be in the van. Oh, are we? No, nah, we, <laughs> we got Yeah, we got a room. Ah, that's cool. All right. Well, I'm excited. So, anyways, if you guys are, you know, in Oceanside, let us know. We'll meet up with you. Yeah, we'll be riding so. Saturday, probably Saturday night. Me probably not Sunday morning, and then uh, 
hit the old abandoned water park on Sunday. Sweet. That's no, I'm cool. excited about it for sure. Anyways, thank you guys for watching. Um, also, you guys got to start sending in pictures of your builds because we haven't gotten one in a little bit. <laughs> so if you have a picture of your board, um, it doesn't have to be super badass. Just send us something you made that you're proud of. You know, we're still going to call it a badass build of the week. But, yep. you know, some boards are not super badass. They're just like, that's a nice looking clean board. Yeah. Sometimes the clean ones don't aren't considered badass, but they look pretty good. Mm -hmm. So if you built a board that you're proud of, send us a picture because literally we will put it on the show. There's nothing stopping us from putting on the show. So just put it. On. So send it in, and then Mark, what you know, our parting words. If they've all made right. it all the way to the um, end of the show, what should uh, what should they comment? Holiday theme. Give us a holiday, holiday theme. Give us something. Okay, so if if you had all the money in the world, where would you go for Christmas, and what would you do? Okay, it's like a Christmas there. vacation. Yeah, cool. I'd probably just stay home. <laughs> really. <laughs> Like what's it like uh, Donald Duck when he like lives in his mansion and he's got all his gold in his room and he goes <laughs> swimming every morning? That'd be Mike. That'd be nah, so I'm awesome. just gonna go in the other room and swim in all my money. <laughs> swim in all the gold. Yeah. If I if only I had some gold. I don't know. I think I would go to uh, Australia. I have always wanted to go to Australia. Yeah. So when they get their act together, I would like I'd love to go yeah. visit them. Um, but you know, we'll see. I'd like to go to China too. I want to go to snowboarding in Japan. That's where I'm going. Oh, that's cool. Yep. The question was Christmas, not just yeah, where do you I wouldn't want to wanna, go. I wouldn't want to go to China for Christmas. No, like, I'm just saying. I'd want to go to Australia for Christmas because it's warm there. Oh. It's like summer. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's yeah, summer yeah. in Australia for yes. Christmas for us. You're right. You're right. So that's why I would want to go there. I would. Yeah, I agree with that. I would definitely not want to go to China for Christmas because that seems weird. Like that does. That's backwards. <laughs> but um, I, I would like to go to China and visit some of our, our like, vendors there. yeah that'd be a lot of fun yeah, like to go visit cool. the flip ski factory would be kind of cool mm -hmm. um i don't know it'd be kind of fun to go to see the manufacturing techniques of a lot of that stuff would be kind of yeah. cool but uh, obviously that ain't gonna happen anytime soon nope. but no but um you know one day you know maybe yeah all right anyways see you guys later thank you guys for watching um i apologize for just rambling for 40 <laughs> minutes straight or however long it's been but uh yeah have a good one and we will see you on january 1st all right, see ya. See ya.